Matthew 4, verse 4, tells us that Jesus, when he was being tempted, responded, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And today, as we quiet ourselves and revisit a week of taking a few moments daily to have a holy hush, today, as we do that, we want to remind ourselves that life comes from the Word of God, that it's living and that it's active and it nourishes soul and refreshes spirit and transforms lives. So instead of going to a new look at Advent, we want to take these Sundays to quiet ourselves and go back over the truths that we've already learned this week and give ourselves space to consider if we're applying them. We looked at the reality that Mary was told to fear not because she had found favor. The reason she need not be troubled and have commotion of soul was because she was God's favorite. She was favored. Advent is God's physical pouring out of a grace or favor that becomes the cemented footers on which the believer can build their life. You stand in grace, Romans chapter 5 says. We don't stand in the hope of grace. We don't stand in grace if we've earned it or done well. We stand in it because of Christ, because he came. What does that mean practically for you? And what does that mean practically for me? I don't stand in a conditional environment. I stand cemented as God's favorite child. And you do too. And there's space for all mankind in that foundation. Do you live as though you are his favorite? Or do you live fearful, wondering if it will be enough? Take a moment to consider that. And then the angel told Mary something very specific. One word sentence in the account of Luke chapter 1. He said to her, listen. Behold, pause long enough to take in the reality of the angel Gabriel's words. My man will not live on bread alone, remember, but on every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And what have God's words been to you? And do you remember that you have a book full of them? And are you listening? Are you joining the throngs of humans who fill their ears with podcasts and Spotify playlists and Netflix binges? And yet the word of God remains a dusty book unopened. Behold. And the scripture tells us blessed are those who listen and obey the word of God. And that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, are you listening? Take a moment to consider, if you're listening, what are you beholding? And then the scripture tells us that in explanation for how things would happen, the angel told Mary that the Holy Spirit would come upon her and the Most High God would overshadow her. If we have listened, if we have truly beheld, then the reality 
that the Holy Spirit indwells us means we have been overcome by the shadow of the Most High and the fruit of our lives, that of the Spirit, will be eternal. And so have you assessed the fruit in your life? Is there love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and gentleness and goodness and faithfulness and long-suffering? Or do you see something very different? Do you see something like impatience and anger and frustration, exhaustion, indifference? Have you considered the fruit in your life? It is possible to bear the fruit of the Spirit as the child of God because you have his DNA now. And his Spirit, the Spirit who raised Christ from the dead, dwells within you. Take a moment and honestly assess your fruit. Listen and behold the Word of God. And then the angel said this, This God that would be king, that would be born as a child, but be the Messiah and be the king in the line of David and hold his throne forever, he would be holy. What a thought for Mary, who had experienced the oppressive rule of evil kings. She had not seen a king who could covenant and love unlike any other. She had not seen a king who would care for his people benevolently always. She had known evil, but God intended to bring her good, eternal good. In this world, we have known terrible rulers and broken relationships, but this king, this king of Christmas, not just Mary's, but ours, his love is holy. It is set apart. It is different. It is otherworldly. It is divine, and it's ours. Have you considered what you fear in relationships and then assessed this truth? God's not like what you fear. God's not like that. Your king is holy, and Christ at Christmas and always makes him accessible to you and to I through his death and his burial and resurrection. Your king is committed to you unconditionally, unequivocally, unrelentingly, and irrevocably committed to you. Stand, child of God, in that grace, in that favoritism, because he's holy. Are you standing in this kind of relationship? Because it's yours, and it's your reality. And then... When the angel departed, and he did depart, Mary ran to Elizabeth. She ran to a place where there was community that understood her faith and would affirm the legitimacy of her hope. She dared to believe the truth of the words that the angel Gabriel told her, and then she went straight to community for affirmation. Elizabeth's stomach was swollen with the fulfillment of God's promise. And Mary could see and touch the evidence of the goodness of God in someone who had walked the road before her of faith. Who is your community? The scripture tells us we are members of one another, the body of Christ. We need one another. And we need to affirm truths to one another. 
man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And man will not live alone, but in the body of Christ. Do you run to community when your faith is challenged? Or do you hide? Be honest with yourself and take a few moments to assess how committed you are to the community of Christ that God has given you. Mary heard the testimony and saw the evidence that God had been faithful in her community when she visited Elizabeth. And she exclaimed in a song, God has been merciful. Advent is a season where we remember our state. Mary said her state was humble or lowly. So is ours. We know ourselves at our deepest, darkest core. And in that space, God enters in through the birth of Christ and says, I see you. I see your need. I accept you. Despite you. Because you are mine. Listen. Behold. Christmas means this for us. All mankind has this gift. A loving kindness that can never be depleted, exhausted, or emptied. Stand, fellow follower, in your cemented position as God's favored child. Won't you take just a few moments to truly consider these things? See where your heart is landing. The scripture says, search me, O God, and and know my way. Lead me in the way everlasting if there's any way offensive in me. Take a few moments and do that. Advent is this space in a calendar of 12 months where we can take one month and truly reflect. It's a discipline that we could cultivate and grow throughout the year. I know your lives are busy. Mine is too. But our God is sweet and his word is true and it's alive and it will nourish you and feed you this season in a way that your soul starves for. Listen, behold,